0: Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Claire Booth Luce. Hello, and welcome to the Elegant Balance Podcast, where we explore how to create a well-balanced life full of simplicity, joy, and beauty. I'm your hostess, Dr. Kaylee Hackney, wife, working mom, and expert in the work-life interface. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the science behind work-life balance practical tips, and plenty of love and encouragement along the way. My desire is to inspire women to pursue their elegant balance. I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be back here with you. It has been a while since I've been here doing a podcast for you all. Um, A couple weeks ago, my parents visited from Illinois, and I just put things down and spent some time with them. And then last week, I wanted to try to record a podcast for you, but I was traveling to New Orleans for a a conference, and I just didn't have the time. I had a lot of fun hanging out with people um, that I hadn't seen for a long time, and I had a couple presentations for research, and yeah, the time just was not there. So. I'm excited to be back and um, pick up where we left off. So on our last podcast episode, I mentioned that we are going to jump into a series focused on simple living. And today's episode, I wanted to focus on simple living specifically at home. A great deal of our life actually happens at home. Yet, when you look around your house... Is your home allowing you to live the simple, elegant life that you dream of? I wanted to start off the series on simple living with a focus on our home because it's so foundational to being able to simplify the other areas of our lives. When our home is decluttered, we have more time for the things that matter. We don't have to spend countless hours just managing our stuff. Instead, we can focus on their priorities we can find that mental space that we need to reflect and recover from our day. I have not always been a neat person. In fact, ask my mom, sister, aunt, cousin, husband, really anyone in my life, and they will tell you that I was the exact opposite of a neat person. My bedroom floor was covered with books, clothes, and who knows what else, with a path carved um, from the door to the bed. That way I could at least get into the bed. It was ridiculous. And it wasn't until I had my son that I started exploring minimalism, which led to a ruthless decluttering of our apartment. In the process, I discovered that one, I could be a neat person when I knew exactly where things went, two, I felt way better in tidy spaces. It was almost as though my brain had space to think and truly unwind and relax. And third, even my kids function better in a simplified, neat, tidy space. So I've already hinted at it, but you might still be asking, what does our home have to do with simple living? First off, like I said, we do a great deal of living in our homes. So if we simplify the stuff in our homes, our lives by extension become simpler. The simplicity of our home impacts so many things. For example, the time we spend cleaning and the money we spend on items, either because we can't find one that we already own, or maybe we have to spend money on a storage unit to store all our excess stuff. Those are both resources that we could have spent on more valuable endeavors, like playing with our kids or paying off debt. Also, our environment has a huge impact on us. I'm not sure if we can truly have a simple life in a cluttered home. When our homes are cluttered, it impacts our relationships and our mental health, which complicates other areas of life. Finally, a key piece of simple living is making space for things that truly bring us joy. By decluttering our homes, we ensure that we are available to enjoy the smaller things in life. No longer do we have to be worried that a neighbor or a friend might drop by unexpected, nor do we have to dedicate our precious weekends to huge cleaning endeavors. Instead, we can welcome people in and spend time doing the things that we love most, which is probably not cleaning, if you're anything like me. Okay, hopefully you're starting to see the value in decluttering your home. But I know this can seem like a huge endeavor, but trust me, it will pay off. Before you start running through the house with a garbage bag, here are a few things to know about decluttering. First of all, it's a a continual process, a way of living. It is not a one and done job. I actually do a deep dive endeavor every fall and spring. Living in today's world means that items will inevitably make their way into our homes especially during the holidays and special occasions like birthdays. Another thing to know about decluttering is that you do have the time. It's an excuse that I hear a lot, but it only takes 15 minutes to clean out a drawer. You probably spend 15 minutes on a less productive task somewhere during your day. Next, stay focused. Don't try and tackle the whole house in one day, you will burn out and never get through it all. Pick one section to focus on and tackle it before you start moving on to anything else. It can feel, it can feel overwhelming, but it can be done. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And then finally, something to know about decluttering is that your friends and family may not understand. Communication becomes key here. Some people may see your ruthless decluttering as you being judgmental towards them, maybe because they're not decluttering their home. That's not the case, but it becomes necessary to communicate that, right? To explain why you are decluttering your house, because you're trying to make room for the things that are most valuable to you. You're trying to make space and time for the things that you really want to focus on, not cleaning up all of the stuff all of the time. They may also not understand why all of a sudden you don't want a bunch of birthday gifts or Christmas gifts coming into the house, whether it's for you, your spouse, or your children. Again, that just becomes something that you have to communicate with them in a loving way, of course. Um, But be prepared for the fact that they may not understand it right away and they may not be on board right away either. On that same note... What if your kids and your husband aren't on the same page? This can be a little bit of a delicate a delicate subject. First of all, it just takes teaching them, specifically your kids. It might be a little bit harder to teach your spouse. But don't expect them to be as excited about getting rid of stuff as you are. One way we've handled this... Um, I I just started decluttering myself. I I started in my closet, started getting rid of the things that were mine, started getting rid of things in the kitchen that are things that I always used. And my husband started to see that and it started to motivate him to take a look at his closet, take a look at the other things in the house, maybe even in the garage. And so you can model this decluttering and simplifying yourself and then your spouse and your children may see that and follow suit. Another way I've handled this with the kids specifically is just talking about why it's important to clean out the stuff that we no longer need. We talk about how it takes time to constantly clean up. We talk about how it's hard to find things when there's too many things that we're not actually using. And the most important thing I feel like has just been talking to the kids about how when they're not using something, but it's still perfectly good, that means we can donate it to... A, a Salvation Army or to goodwill, or to a ch- child down the street that we know might really enjoy it. And the kids get a lot of excitement and joy out of that in understanding that they are passing their things on to somebody else that can use them, even though that they are done using them. I truly believe that this can be so beneficial for young kids, especially. I've seen it in my own play, in, my, in my own house. I've also read about it in some other books on decluttering. But when you clear out toys and clothes that kids no longer use, they all of a sudden can find the things that they really love. And the playtime and their attention span in terms of how long they play with those things increases exponentially. It's like all of a sudden they found these favorite toys and it's like they're new toys all over again. Okay, so some ways to get started on decluttering. First of all, think about how you want your space to make you feel. Jot down some adjectives. Do you want your space to evoke excitement? Do you want it to evoke peace and calmness? Maybe it's coziness? Use your description as a guide when deciding what you want to keep and what you want to get rid of. Second, start with the most challenging area first. That way you're tackling the most challenging area when your motivation is the highest. Also, once you finish that most challenging area, you're going to see such a huge transformation that it's going to spur you on to want to continue tackling the different areas of your home. Third, designate an area in your home to put all the stuff that you're getting rid of and then actually follow through and get rid of those things. You'll likely need two piles, one for donating and one for garbage. And fourth, some decluttering experts will suggest that you take everything out of the space and then only put back the things that you actually want to keep. This is great for a smaller space, like a junk drawer, but can be really overwhelming, at least for me, in larger, more cluttered spaces. Instead, I suggest pulling everything out in groups. For example, maybe you're cleaning out your closet and so you pull out all of the shoes and sort through those then put back only the ones you truly love then once you're done with the shoes you move on to the dresses the handbags the blouses the scarves etc this will allow you to tackle the task one group at a time and prevent you from feeling too overwhelmed by the mess that's inevitably associated with pulling everything out i've done the pulling everything out method before and what happens is i end up with this huge mess in my bedroom And then i get distracted or something comes up or i have to go to a meeting and i come home to a really huge mess and it just never really gets done so pull them out but pull them out in groups once you've done your decluttering there's a few ways you can maintain that clutter-free home first off store similar things together don't keep some batteries in a drawer downstairs just in case you'll need them someday in the living room while the rest of the batteries are upstairs in the game closet. That is how junk drawers are created. Secondly, don't set things down where they don't belong. This one takes some practice, but in order to maintain your newly clutter-free home, you need to put things in their place as they come into your house. Otherwise, you'll be doing this process again in a really short time. When kids come home with their schoolwork, look through it, get rid of the things you don't need, and put the things that you do want to keep in the designated space. Third, have a tidy up routine. Each evening before going to bed, pick up the items that are out of place and put them back where they go. You have simplified your stuff so there shouldn't be too many things to pick up and you know exactly where everything goes so it's a quick and easy task that can result in a really beautiful space to wake up to each and every morning. The queen of simplified living, Emily Lay, she literally wrote the book called A Simplified Life, suggests starting with your master closet when decluttering your home. And you are in luck because next week, starting on Monday, November 15th, I am hosting a five day closet cleanout challenge. Over these five days, we'll be creating a closet that you love to open each and every morning. Decluttering is not usually very much fun. But a challenge with some accountability can make it so much better. Plus, there's going to be a live Q&A with me and opportunities to win some fun prizes. You can register for the challenge by heading to www.kayleyhackney.com forward slash closet. And I will leave that link in the show notes. I hope to see you all there. Have a beautiful, joy-filled week, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Elegant Balance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our future conversations. Also, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you, friends, and have a beautiful, joy-filled week.